Back Me Up podcast. I'm Lily. <laughs> I'm Dang. We're keeping that. And this is Nappy Girl, Pretty Girl Radio. So let's <laughs> let's hop into it. We don't know who we are. Okay. <laughs> um, let's do this right. <laughs> let's do this like any other regular podcast. How was your week? Um, not bad. I did a lot of painting this week, so... Oh, yes, tell them about your painting, please, because you're um, kind of killing it. I've been postponing it for a while. A while. Like, a while, while. Yeah, a while, while, while. Um, but yeah, we took some photos last month. Oh, our photos? Yeah. Yeah, last month. our picnic, and so... First day of phase two, these bitches were out here. <laughs> Ex- yeah. And yeah. so I... I really like the photos, and so I decided, like, that kind of, like, gave me inspiration. I was like, oh, you know. Get painting. Why not? So, yeah, you're my model. Yes, and I fuck with that. My first model. I fuck heavy with that. But it was interesting. It was a little frustrating. You don't realize how hard it is to paint brown skin. Because that's so cliche. And you did so good, because when I look at paintings and when I look at skin, the Mm -hmm. way that the skin flows, the lighting hits the skin in a painting is so important. And you did that. Like, you're talented, and you don't realize that. Barely. (laughs) She said barely. (laughs) But yeah, it's it's coming along. Like, it needs a lot more work. Mm -hmm. But hopefully this kind of pushes me to do more. To do more. To get started. Yeah, Yeah, because I think think you do have a future selling paintings. I don't know about selling, but as a hobby. As a hobby. Okay, there you go. There you go. There you go. Uh, Work towards it. And this week, I've just been working, um, (laughs) like always. Mm -hmm. Just that's, I don't do anything for fun. (laughs) For fun? No, I'm kidding. I do do some stuff, but. Name one, say one thing that you've done. Edited the podcast. (laughs) Okay. It's like literally, other than working and sleeping and editing the podcast, because like I just think of so many podcast ideas, like too many, that we never get them done. I honestly, <laughs> imagine the amount of ideas and stuff that runs through your head. It's ridiculous. I have to smoke weed to level it out. <laughs> Do yeah. you? Yeah. So, and also sometimes smoking weed messes me up because it makes me more creative. So I'm like, Uh, I smoked this bowl to go to sleep, but actually I'm up for another three hours because I couldn't stop writing. Uh So that's, that's how weed affects me, but enough of that because I never want to talk about weed on this podcast again. (laughs) Uh, You know it's going to come in the future. I know, it will definitely come. Sooner or later. Definitely. But let's get into these topics. So, Halle Berry wants to play a trans woman. Why? Oh, or a trans man. She misgendered her character. So honestly, I feel like the news is just kind of... Stuck on it? Yeah. So I don't know if she's playing a a woman transitioning into a man or a man transitioning into a woman. But basically, my first thought on this was, of course, Holly wants it. She wants to play somebody other than somebody who gets their kids taken. And for the whole movie, is trying to find their kids. So she wants a challenge. She wants that Grammy. She wants that S. That's a big topic specifically because then, like, an example would be like when, because I've had discussions with other people about mm-hmm. this, where European African, like, mm-hmm. black people or Africans play African American characters, yeah, and yeah. African Americans specifically get all like pissed off mm-hmm. because they think, okay, like, um, that dude who from Queen and Slim. Both of them. They were playing African-Americans, but they were both from the UK. And a lot of people. Salem? Salem witch trials? 
No, it's the one about Martin Luther King. Oh! The main, yeah, the guy that played him is British, somewhere from Oh, Europe. shit. And so, a lot of people Selma? have shit to say. <laughs> yeah, a lot of African Americans were pissed off about that. Because he was, yeah. Because they kept saying, like, they don't understand the historical, like, the culture. That is true. Like, okay. you can't. You wouldn't understand, mm-hmm. so you can't feel the anger and emotions. That w- it's like that is true. He's an actor. That's what you're supposed to do. Play a that part. That is true, but also taking this role as Holly Berry away from somebody who actually is transgender, who's looking for roles, who doesn't necessarily have roles that are written for them. This could just go to somebody who could play the role 100 percent because they're aware of the background and the character, but mm-hmm. also somebody who could use the job because they're gender their sexuality is just look frowned upon in hollywood because no characters are written for them so it's like there's a character written for a transgender person but a straight woman wants to play her or play play them so i see where you're coming from and i i understand there's lots of great transgender people who will probably never get on the big screen and this could be a chance for somebody i understand that but also like when it comes to film that is true too okay there's like a broad range of like focuses Mm -hmm. um i forgot what it's called but like if you want something that's realistic right there's a broad like a range of ways you can do it Mm mm-hmm and that right like i do not doubt that the creativity on the set and like her makeup and like her peer i don't doubt that it would be great or astonishing but i'm like you're really making over a woman to look like a man when this could have been oh have you seen the show pose oh i love pose well i i haven't watched it in a while yeah i forgot what her name was but there's a character on there that plays a transgender woman oh who's just straight Maybe I think she's a trans. Maybe <laughs> I thought she was. Trans. I know, right? Maybe it's just me prospecting, projecting. <laughs> like, I don't no, know. no, she does. She does. Mm. But she's a bilog- Like, she's a full woman. She's not oh, yeah. transitioning. She's not. I don't think she's bisexual or any of that. Like, she's pla- just. You know what I mean? Right, playing a character. Right. And so, I personally don't have a problem with it. But I do understand having that opportunity for people that are in that position and understand more, like, right. emotionally, mentally. Right. But if they want Halle Berry, they want Halle Berry. I know. Halle Berry said, I'm sick of chasing these children. <laughs> Got me in a Suburban for 45% of this damn movie. <laughs> Halle Berry is tired. Also, it depends how well she'll do. I don't know. Right. It depends on how well she'll do. And also, yeah. maybe, because I think it was the writer who uh, of the script who pitched it to her, and she was like, yes. Yes. So, the ideas could change. I think it's more interesting to know why she said yes. I know, and I read an article about that, but girl, I don't remember, and I have nothing pulled up. <laughs> because, honestly, that's a difficult character. That is a, it's a difficult, complex character that if needs... you've never been in that place. Yes, uh, absolutely. Especially if she'll... Eh, what the fuck? Especially... <laughs> especially if you want to... Um, portray it properly and make people feel it like it's <laughs> difficult girl we got uh alcohol in the studio today <laughs> that's why we a little tipsy we always just be talking thirsty we never <laughs> even have one <laughs> we 
we never even have water. I was about to say, actually, we should do this more often. I know, we do need to do this more often because, like, I'm talking now. <laughs> okay, let's get through these topics. Jada will in August. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's, um... So Jada took herself to the red table <laughs> to talk about herself. This reminds me of the meme. I know. <laughs> pointing at each other yeah, that's the funniest thing but how do you feel um did you watch any of it i watched a little bit this morning okay because <laughs> literally the first thing that popped up to my onto your social media yeah. feed, right because everybody was talking about it because i saw the jada what the fuck i saw the august and angela yee um interview oh, it was angela yee that- i know i was like oh. okay angela because I didn't watch it, so... Right, but he he talked about a lot of things throughout the interview, mainly just losing his family and being in really deep, excuse me, whoa, depressed places. Mm-hmm. But when he talked about Jada and Will giving August Will's blessing to, you know, be with Jada, then I was just like, wow. Because everybody's always assumed that Jada, Pinkett, and Will were in an open Perfect. relationship. Oh, Remember? No, because uh, I remember years ago, like, and I even remember walking into Albertsons with you and our friends, and there was that picture of Will Smith on the magazine, and he was, wasn't he in the back of a limousine? Then it was like a chick, and his shirt was undone. I literally remember that. But, um... I know, asking the wrong person, because I haven't even Googled that. I haven't even Googled that, to be honest. But it brought up Will and Jada being in an open relationship and how they're navigating it um, and how now they're spiritual partners. So they know that they're not compatible, compatible, but or on a physical level, they don't want each other intimately, but they know that they need to stay together spiritually. I know I was like, wow, Um, but this is news to me. Girl, I say divorce. But uh, in this new interview on Red Table, I thought that it was, first off, I know they're professional actors, Mm -hmm. but Mm -hmm. Will looked so hurt. And then there was a period when Jada, she just said something like, we got into this entanglement. And then Will said, I I wanted to leave your ass a long time ago. Then he said, long ago. And it was the way that he said that. I was like... There's a fucking... There's something. There's still something that's not been, like, healed, healed, resolved. Absolutely. But I'm like, this is a one-sided relationship. Somebody loves somebody more than the fucking other. Damn. I got that from a seven-minute clip on YouTube. And also, I don't really pay attention to Will and Jada's relationship. Because even once Will started getting big, doing, like, his motivational stuff on, like, Instagram and YouTube, I was still kind of like, that Will isn't necessarily the person that I want to hear these things from. What do you mean? If we're being honest. Really? No. I love Will Smith, and absolutely I listen to his things, but I'm like, I... I've always felt like there was just something wrong in that home. So I'm like, I really don't want to take relationship advice from people who are broken. Stuff like that. So I always took it with a grain of salt. But I'm like, Will Smith really, if we're being honest, isn't the person I'm taking full-on advice about my life from. But I love listening to him. I think he's awesome. But no. (laughs) That's so interesting because... I never followed up either mm-hmm. on them, like, especially and the whole motivational thing that Will did. Right. Because he was big for a while. Right. And I, I don't know. 
but I did buy into the kind of like perfect the perfect family. family. Everybody did. I kind of did. I'm and not gonna lie. Do you remember when they were kind of rebuilding that perfect family brand? Because I do, and I was kind of like, this doesn't seem like the Will and Jada from a few years ago. They weren't like this. Really? Like the way that they've just navigated the media Mm -hmm. around their relationship i feel like is very interesting because also in the red table talk it seems seemed like they were trying to recant what august was saying because august in the angelie interview said will gave me his blessing in the red table talk jada said well, uh, fuck, what the I fuck know she did said, she say? She said, first of all, let me clear this off. She like, said, you guys didn't make an agreement. Right. Not blessing. Like yeah, she took the word blessing out and just made it seem like it was almost like a contractual. But also, like, what I heard was they were separated at the time. And right, so right. she was doing her own thing. Mm-hmm. And Will was doing his own thing as well, like living separately or whatnot and just living their life separately. That's crazy. And so... But you could tell, like, because I watched a little bit, mm-hmm. like, three, four minutes of it. Mm-hmm. But, like, I agree. You could tell that Will, one, felt some type of way still. Yeah. He was not yeah. over it. Yeah. And two, wanted his name clear. Like, this Yeah, he time. wanted his name clear. Right. They, the turnaround on that red table talk was quick. Exactly. <laughs> so. But I, I going back into, like, the whole perfect family thing, Mm -hmm. I did buy into it a little bit. Yeah. But also, I didn't, like, fully... Idolize it. Right. Mm -hmm. I didn't idolize Mm -hmm. it at all. And so, it was like, nothing's perfect forever. And Mm -hmm. so, when stuff came out, like, they had relationship issues and stuff like that, I was like, this is normal. This is, yeah, exactly. This is normal. Like, they're married, they've been together for hella long, like, Mm -hmm. what do you expect? Like, what do you expect? You know what I mean? Right. But I felt like this story just completely It was just the- interesting. The way that it came out, first and off. Also, like, I don't know if I ever, I don't, I didn't fully believe the. August? No, no, no. Oh. The open relationship thing. Neither did I. I was kind of like, this just seemed, neither did I. I Especially if you're someone that's like a thing. motivational speaker like that. And then you're. And the crazy thing is, okay, so another angle that people were taking was Jada was supposed to be August's mentor. She, he was in his 20s and she was in his, in her 40s-ish. I don't know how old Jada is. Let me not talk about her age. Right. But a huge age difference a huge just life difference in yeah. terms of like what they know. It's kind of like if you think about it like an older man with a younger girl. With a younger girl, like, yeah. You it's just understand that she's young and trying to understand life, whatever, and you kinda of, like And he's leaning at you for help. Right. And Will even said that like when we first took in August, we were helping him with like medical things with like what just do you mean family. by taking in like actually like I think I know I was wondering that too because I honestly just think like just family, like you're welcome here anytime. You were here when you need. That's kind of just my ideal. That's kind of what cuz you don't know this person. Right, right, right. Right. And how did Will and oh, not Will? How did August and Jada get close? Close like that. That's what I want to know. And I also details. swear there's hundreds of photos of them together because every time they uh somebody's talking about them, then mm-hmm. I just see a new photo of just uh Jada and August together. So <sighs> I, I just think it was crazy if Jada was taking advantage of him. I just think that's sad because he was already in a vulnerable state. But spot. also you gotta remember what mental and emotional state she was into. She was in, exactly, and she talked about that too. Yeah. Yeah. I just think it's fucked up on all angles. <laughs> it's fucked up. It's 
Well, Will got the bad end of it. So. Yeah, Will got the bad end of it. And honestly, divorce. <laughs> <laughs> Throw it away. Yeah, I see Throw Jada away. up there with Tracy Ellis Ross and the single bad bitches. Single bad oh black bitches. Like, come on, let's do this. But next, because I really, I don't have too much on Just that topic. Just think about that. It makes me stressed. It makes me stressed the fuck out. Because mm. I love Will and Jada. It's messy. But, right. That Will and Jada love? That Jada messy. Will love? Nope, nope, nope. So Kanye running for president. Are you voting for yay? Girl. <laughs> Are you voting for yay? Imagine him in the White House. <laughs> DC Fashion Week. <laughs> I don't even know how to feel about that, honestly. I honestly think it's a distraction. I'm really part of a distraction. But I also think Kanye is just a fucking... I also wonder his relationship with Trump. Because is it is it like you being close to your enemy, or you j- truly believe what this person is stating is, and, mm-hmm. and their belief system? You know what I mean? Right. Because Kanye said he took off the MAGA hat. He doesn't believe in Trump anymore. He doesn't... See, I've not been that up to date. I just saw it trending on Twitter. I saw a red hat. And I saw Kanye West. And but I said, But is that scroll. also, like, <laughs> tricking us to and think, to, You know what I mean? Mm, yeah. Media, media, journalist, publication, the way these places work. Mm. Harold. I don't know what to believe. Mm. I don't know what to but believe. But I know I'm, I'm not, not voting for Kanye. No, I remember, was it Akon? Akon was on The Real. And he said, whenever Kanye goes up for president, he was going up for president. And I kept that in the back of my mind because I was like, yeah. Akon, I wouldn't be mad. Akon, I don't. Mm, I Nobody want to see us again. I hate <laughs> He's taking it to the White House. Akon, mm. he does he does a lot of great things. Like, and he was saying he like monitors prime ministers in like Africa. He was like, I could do this shit in the U.S. back home. <laughs> he does a lot of great things. Oh my like, god, I love the. He's the one person it. I can say like he does a lot of great things back home. That's bomb. That's go ahead, go ahead, Akon. Okay, so let's see. TikTok being banned. Do you use TikTok? Girl, no. Neither do I. I downloaded it once, but then I deleted Sounds it. Sounds rare has TikTok now. I know. I saw, but mm-hmm. she's about to delete it. The U.S. is going to make her delete it. What? The you, TikTok is being banned from the U.S. because apparently it's China, Chinese data farming. That's what I heard. So it's taking all of our data, our information, and just basically sending it over to China. What they're doing with it, I don't know. Maybe they have a cute little spreadsheet. Maybe. <laughs> I don't know what they're doing with that stuff, so. Um, but none of my things are on TikTok. I don't have anything. I don't have a TikTok. I don't plan on getting a TikTok. I don't see the <laughs> you point can't. of TikTok. Like, but a lot wasn't of people, it called something else before TikTok? Musically. Wasn't yes. It, wasn't it music? No, TikTok was its own entity. Musically was its own entity. Seriously? TikTok bought Musically. I thought it was the same. Mm-mm. I'm, if I'm correct, they were their own entities. TikTok got so big because they saw... How musically was growing in the U.S. and said, "Boom!" Then TikTok got access to all those musically accounts. Dang. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Now that I remember, because that I was trying to think of, wasn't weren't they something else too? Yeah. Yeah. I don't. I don't see what the hype is about TikTok. I mean, a like, lot of people just liked it because it reminded them of Vine. Like, remember how awesome yeah, Vine was? I loved Vine. But it was just longer. Like, I don't even know the TikTok limit. You could do like up to minutes. I personally think. Yeah. And I know there's like effects and stuff too. You can do right. Oh, those effects. 
catch those people with the hundred, hundreds of them dancing. <laughs> those kill me. <laughs> okay, but we need a U.S. based, preferably black owned TikTok replacement. Hit us up, Black Me Up Podcast. (laughs) (laughs) But I know my life would be fine without TikTok. My life is perfect without TikTok. (laughs) My life is chilling. I've seen maybe a couple of TikToks that have made me like actually like cry laughing. Exactly, yeah. But other than that, TikTok's not on my radar. Mm -mm. No, thank you. Okay, so want to take a little break real quick? Hell yeah. Hell yeah, let's take a break. Hello, you guys, and we're back, and for this, for our main topic, I guess, we're just discussing identity and just, um... Girl. <laughs> well, not not fully, not fully. That we just gonna touch on this. Range. It goes super deep, but I didn't even finish, girl. Let me finish my Sorry. sentence, girl. Um, we're gonna talk about basically how the U.S. school system wipes identities away from, um, people from foreign places, yeah. people who, with from different countries who speak different languages because Lily went through that. And I believe we touched on it a tiny bit in one of our first episodes that I don't think you guys can access because it's old as hell. But, um, yeah, we touched on that, but you were about to tell me a story. Yeah. Like, like my grandpa, Mm -hmm. he came here. Okay. So my grandpa went to a Catholic school back home Mm -hmm. and where's home. Um, he's Mm 82. And so he went to Catholic school, graduated, went to college, and then um, became a journalist. Mm. And he spoke Go, Papa. traditional language, Italian, mm. um, Amharic, mm. Arabic. Like, he was very... Thorough. Yeah. And so he would travel to Italy and back because he would translate Italian newspapers and stuff. Wow. For, yeah, his country. And so... He was very educated, very, very educated. And then when he moved here to start, because he already had five kids at the time. Oh, damn. And my grandma. Um, he started at square one. Oh. Like, everything that he did back home did not apply. Wow. It was just Like, invalid. no one cared. Yeah, it was invalid. And so he came here. He started working as, like, a security guard or a janitor or something. Oh, you know what that. I mean? Just to make ends meet. But... Yeah, it, it just sucks that you, a lot of people come here, like, as well. He has an engineering degree from back home, which is in Ghana. He moved here at, after college at 24, 5, and he has to start college all over again. Wow. I yeah. didn't, I did that, I did not know. Mm-hmm. He's taking college classes right now, and, because it does not apply, it does, like, it doesn't apply. It doesn't matter. They're basically saying, yeah, what yeah. you could have learned or even though you went through years of this, you have to go through years of that here because their education isn't sufficient. Exactly. And also, um, one of the main reasons I wanted to bring this topic up was because I just think it's crazy how, like, you were pushed back in oh, elementary yeah. school because you didn't speak enough English. I didn't know any English. You didn't know any English. Okay. I spoke um, Arabic. A little Tigrinya and Amharic, but English, I did not know English at all. That's crazy. And so I think that's the, it sucked having to, and that's the reason why I lost all the other languages. Well, besides Tigrinya. Hey, lit. 
My favorite. I don't remember. You're my favorite to play too. <laughs> but yeah, I. It was. It sucked. It was hard. But I also. It was kind of a benefit too because I was so young. So young, yeah. You were able to dissect. To be, yeah, yeah. Morphed and like yeah, easily. But t- having to p- get pulled out of class to take those English classes, mm-hmm. um, it it was kind of embarrassing because you at that age when you're young especially you want to fit into your own social community so much yes, yes. that me being pulled out felt like it was an obvious like you're different oh yeah i was just like shit can't hide that oh yeah <laughs> um but i graduated elementary school and then when i got to middle school and high school i had friends that were in classes mm-hmm. like that mm-hmm. that got pulled out of class to go into like english classes mm-hmm. I'm not gonna lie, I was like, thank God I graduated. <laughs> right. Because again, that embarrassment. Yeah. Um, and I guess it, I, I would imagine it gets even worse when you're in high when school and stuff. Yeah. yeah. But it's sad because you'd assume that these schools would have these systems in place to help these students that can't speak this language. Or. S- because what bothers me is the fact that they're, a lot of times their native language is just practically shoved aside. And it's like, you lost a lot of that. What if they would have had a, what was one of the language that, like a Swahili um, interpreter? Yeah. yeah. So that while you're in class, yeah, you could learn English, but you're also not necessarily losing a lot of those things. Because that's a lot of things that I've been seeing online. Like a lot of natives will lose their... Um, their language and their sense of being because they just have to um, be somebody else or who they should be in school systems. And then when they go home, it's almost like they're completely different. That's interesting because, again, I'm only speaking for myself. Mm -hmm. Um, And we could all only ever speak for ourselves, okay? And this podcast is a safe space. So if you got some shit to say, go. Bye. Bye. Um... I don't know how much the school system can do in that sense. That is true. Um, also, I can't really say, like, everyone chose to come here. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? but, See, that's why, and in the sense, the case of everyone not choosing, then why force everyone to speak English? That's the thing. I don't see it more as of an educational problem. Mm-hmm. I see it more of as kind of like society. Our, our, yeah, our society, our community, our social issue. Mm-hmm. Because... For me, my mom spoke Tigrinya, mm-hmm. and her family did, and that's who I was majority of the time. So, right. school English, got home, I spoke traditional oh, language. Right. Okay, so, and so my it mom, was two completely different... Oh, it was two different lifestyles. And so my that's mom... That's crazy, too, though. And my family were not going to, like, I had the culture, the language, everything. That no English. Not, yeah, that was not going to stop them just because they're in America for you to know where you came from and your ethnicity and everything. Um, yeah, so that wasn't going to stop them. And so I know a lot of parents, I personally know a lot of like African parents mm-hmm. that their kids, yeah, come home to the culture life, but it's not the same that experience that I've had. It's right. more like softened up, if that makes sense. Oh, okay. Um, a little more Americanized. And so... And there you go. Okay. Um... That's why a lot of them can understand mm-hmm. the language. But they can't speak it back. Not at all. They cannot 
speak it, write it, whatever. That's like me when I hear Spanish. It's like I've been around Hispanics and Spanish-speaking people for so long that, like, I could understand it. I just genuinely cannot speak it. Right, and that's, like, that's the responsibility of the family, the the parents. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? To keep that That culture Mm -hmm. strong. Exactly, and so... I I don't think it's an educational problem because the school system is going based off their own country. Like, off you know of I mean? their country, right. This is this is what we use to communicate. This mm-hmm. is what we use, you know what I mean, in our country. And so you're going to have to conform to that. Right. And you as a family decide. As an individual. As an individual, as a family member, decide, like what to do with that really you know See, I, mean? I like that perspective yeah and so yeah i didn't feel like i've i will personally say i felt more of the pressure to be americanized mm. by pe- my peers oh really yes. by your school by your american peers or by your african peers american peers, american yeah peers. um yeah i felt i didn't feel like i needed to deny who you were my ethnicity and my culture and all that Mm -hmm. but i felt like again to be included to be seen as a part of something that i needed to you know be more american clothes Mm -hmm. speaking in like a proper american accent and move as like a certain way eat american food and understand the lingo and all that great stuff oh my gosh and Um, i love love your food i love african our food. traditional food yes i always think of you when my mom makes traditional food i'm like damn should i, I don't know why that? yes yes you should whenever you think of that yes you should <laughs> whenever you go over to your mama's house I invite me. <laughs> i'll specifically back some for you and just drop it off quick oh my gosh because that would be so awesome if we could do like a mukbang where we just eat traditional african food because i'm um, full easily now what's it called the bread and jetta that's my shit because i would i I would literally just buy the bread once you showed me where that place was at i would just buy the bread and just eat it i didn't know how to. you literally can i didn't know how to make any of the shit so i was just like peanut butter and jelly won't work well the thing is now um my mom makes it from home so (gasps) she does yeah oh true (laughs) thank you because I remember looking up like how to make different things and I watched a woman on YouTube actually like make the bread and she had the mm-hmm. actual thingy like the big ass yeah you know girl you know yeah, I forgot <laughs> you I know, know. What and then that actual tough flour the yeah, tough, tough whatever tough yeah tough tough there you go T-E-F-F I don't know why I said tough girl I don't know why I clicked because I was trying to I can't do it I said tough <laughs> but I would love to go to Africa, like on some real stuff. Yeah, it's, mm-hmm. I think it is a goal for me to go to Africa. It's a goal for a lot of people, especially like African Americans. I know that for sure. I would love to do a DNA test and just find the you actual. Know what's funny? I've been really eager to do that. Can we? But I one thing I heard that like mm. insurance people can take that information, <gasps> like they it can be sold out to insurance people. You'd be and like, they this can, bitch got type A, <laughs> right? They can determine how much they can charge you and mm-hmm. stuff. Basically, like, I remember that. seeing that, and then I also remember seeing that your information could get sent to like police and stuff if oh. if you're if it matches, um, oh, like a case, get a record and stuff, a yeah. record or a family member like. You had a family member who committed a crime. You did a DNA test. Bloop, they got your swab. It dings that you're a family member. 
And then it's like, oh, uh, we know the family we're looking at. So, Dang. I mean, I don't commit no crimes or nothing. A bitch just wants to know where the fuck she's from. I don't know about but, my family though. I know, right? Sure. I don't know about I got some wild cousins. <laughs> All my niggas in Texas. <laughs> All my niggas in Pennsylvania. <laughs> I'm protecting y'all. <laughs> you owe me. You yeah. owe me, exactly. But but that would be cool. Like, I also want to do that because, like, I don't know. As far as I can go, it's just my grandparents. Right, it's f- oh, my God. But that's awesome. You're able to talk to your grandparents about where you came from. Somewhat. You <laughs> said somewhat. Uh, yeah, my, gran- or my grandma, because my grandpa's dead, but... Mm. Um, there's still a language barrier to some oh. degree, like, cause she's like, the, the traditional language that I know is, to me, it's very, uh, surface level. Oh, yeah. And right. she's just like traditional, cause she was she's born ten and raised tones, in a tribe. <laughs> she's ten toes like, down in that she, tribe. <laughs> and I'm just like, hold up, wait a minute, slow down. <laughs> but. I love it. I love it so much. It's really interesting to, Yeah. I think also I when it comes to that subject, I always think of like African Americans. Right, how, like I can't find shit. Well, actually, how sad no. that kind of makes me right because it, it is sad because I know my family has been doing research for years. Because I remember being young and going to Texas to stay with my family in Texas, then they had um, a giant poster of our last name and then just like a history. And when I was younger, I never read it. Like I kind of oh. wish that I did. Did you know how to read? <laughs> no, girl. I just didn't care. I I was You're just. just like, I'm cool. young. I'm here. Yeah. I'm in Texas. I don't want to go back to Washington. Yeah. I want to be here with my cousins. Vacation. How come when I go back to Washington, I'm the only me? You know. Damn. So I just didn't care. Damn. I was enjoying my family. But now I'm like I remember that poster. So there's some history there, and also there's um, some debate that my family came from the Caribbean Ooh. and that we're not that we were never slaves necessarily. So, but I'm just like. I, I don't really know. I would, I'd love to just know because the whole family just has their different, what they think, what they maybe want. Mm-hmm. So it's like, let me just get that DNA test. Show me that I'm from Cape Town or something. Like, I don't know. <laughs> like, let me just get that country and let me just fly there. And I just want to spend time there. It's so important. I think the knowledge think of so too. your heritage and all that, like history of family. I want to know. And... Yeah, you don't realize it as a young person until, like, you get older. Until you get older and people die off. And then it's like, you you know your great-grandpa used to do this and this for this and this cause. And then it's like, no, I actually didn't. Especially when you have I would have loved to talk to them. Yeah. You're like, what what do I have to give to my kids? Like, information (laughs) do I have to give? Right. He asked, where'd that come from? Like, um, other than than this body. (laughs) 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 I can't tell you none of that. But, yeah. I don't know. It's just like the eager and the in- curiosity to do it, but mm-hmm. also the, the fear. fear. Oh, girl. Mm-hmm. It's like, do I take the jump and just get to know a little bit of myself? Am I- and understand that I could dig up things that nobody knows. Right. Or that nobody would ever tell me. Also, like, what do you do with that information? What do you do with that information? That is true. I mean, it's like, if it makes you feel bad, I guess, like, you grieve because, like, that's the humanly thing to do. But then it's like, how do you discuss things with family? That's the the big thing. Like, that's a huge topic that I like. Mm. Discussing with family members about 
your family history, whether good or bad. Whether that good or bad. so hard. And knowing that it could bring up things that hurt, like, whoever you're talking to. Because I feel like a lot of the times, that's why grandparents and family members don't tell the young kids. Mm. One, you're too young. It's you're too folks. young, right. It's going for conversation, And when you, you know? grow up, then it's like, it's not in their minds. Right, you don't need to know. It's not mm-hmm. like, you grow up, like, it's fine. Like, yeah. But... It's so important, and but then it's so hard to bring it up because you you don't want to get your ass beat. You, know? you don't want to get your ass beat. Then it's like even though I'm a grown woman, it's like I could I could be seen as somebody like who's just asking these things and has no place to know these things. Right. It's like I'm a grown ass woman and I want to know these things for myself, but because I'm going to you and you have these protections of that information. Right. Yeah. I think it should be just free for all like conversation and be able to flow just smoothly about regardless good or bad because it's it matters it matters it really does and whoever fucked up the family's probably gone or probably ran away if they also oh i saw this great video on youtube Abba and Preach. Oh, yeah. I think I talked we, about We literally, the last three podcast episodes, they've been brought up. So I need to, I need to. Shout out. Shout out. <laughs> but. Shit, where are they at? We fly he, out. Abba was specifically talking, like, he was by himself and he was talking about, like, how he cheated in a relationship. Oh, wow. Past. Wow. But the great point that he brought up at the end of it was that we as humans are always scared to admit that we've been villains in our own mm-hmm. stories that is true because we um, yeah tell them as a human we only see things through our own lens and through our lens we see ourselves as the superhero as the person that needs saving as the person that can save or the and, victim role and the victim yeah. but not the person who actually did damage because sometimes it genuinely hurts because we don't accept look, it we don't we don't like that perspective. We don't want to I don't be... want to look like the bad guy. No, we don't But sometimes you that. look worse just running away from all this shit, not saying I was wrong. But yeah, he was stating how important that is to admit and, mm-hmm. and state the the wrongs that you've done in life. Hmm. Um, Jada. Oh. 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 Okay. Okay, go. Okay, we take it. Plus, I mean, I know. Flashback. But yeah, how it like how important that is in a f- storyline. Just going mm-hmm. back to our family history and discussing with our f- family members that I think that's what they're scared of, is becoming becoming the villain, not becoming, but like Being. identifying as the villain in their story. Mm-hmm. No one wants to do that. Nobody wants to. Be no one villain. wants to admit their wrongs, mainly because a lot of times they're not. They haven't accepted that they've done wrong or right. haven't come to, like to contempt or like or they've just suppressed that for so long that they truly believe they didn't do anything wrong that too yeah yeah completely flipping the story yeah yeah it's 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 crazy if you really deeply like think about it and unfold it it's just like damn hey (laughs) and it's super funny because i was thinking um i saw this tweet and it was like you know what Villains in movies actually, you know, aren't all that wrong. <laughs> it's just the way the the way that they go about things, the mm-hmm. way they destroy, the way that they may steal, do this and this. It's like, mm-hmm. yeah, we understand you were adopted and got hurt and just want a better world, but why do you need to destroy the world to make it better? <laughs> That's true. 
But then it's like, if we just all look at the times where I think we've all been villains and just said, hey, I did what I had to do in this moment and I hurt somebody and I have to accept that Mm -hmm. and talk about it in a way that makes, that yeah, makes you uncomfortable because not everything is going to make you comfortable. Um, sometimes you have to be uncomfortable and feel like, why, why am I shaking? Why am I doing this? Am I, am I just gearing up to attack? Am I ready to yell? Like, what, what is up? Let's just communicate and figure out everything with, within ourselves. That first. reminds me, like, the Joker movie? Mm, the newer one? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that one was crazy. But yeah. Was it just Joker? It, I think it was just Joker. I think it was just Joker. Yeah. But that's... A lot of people had issues. I remember I was taking oh, yeah. a film class at mm-hmm. the time. Mm, ooh, that would be a great... Ooh. Mm-hmm. Ooh bring Anyways, up some of that discussion if you can. We kind, we barely talked on it because a lot of people in the class didn't see it. Oh, so, oh. Okay. And I was one of them. But I was like, keep talking. Right, keep talking. <laughs> and so they... They had a lot of... We talked about, like, the backlash that people had on it. Like, mm-hmm. we're just, like, how did... Because I don't know if you've seen it. I did. I don't want to ruin it. Oh, yeah. It. No, but I watched like, it. You're not going to ruin it. If you haven't seen the Joker movie, uh, skip forward. If not, and you don't give a fuck, then just listen. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, how he's... <sighs> kind of, like, school shooter mentality. Menta- yeah, no, dead ass. And I was, like... That's life. That is life. But yeah. also, like the discussion we we're having was like, villains are humans as well. Mm-hmm. Do you get what I'm saying? They're mm-hmm. not just—they're not just born to like be evil and be have evil. no heart. There yeah. are social impacts that happen mm-hmm. that changes the individual and how they think, how they perceive things, how they go about life. Life, yeah. And so, a lot of times, those negative impacts will create a villain, a so-called villain. And Mm so, I felt like, when I watched it, I was like, this is a perfect, like, example of a real... Of a non-fictional... Non-fictional villain. Yeah, Because the way that he also moved throughout his life, he knew how to act in front of other people. Oh, yeah. And he just knew the situations that... He had to be in exactly, and so I I loved it. I was like, shit. I actually I really did enjoy it. Watching it with my it boyfriend, it was good. really fun. But the end shocked the fuck out of me, and I'm not gonna lie, I was speechless for maybe what? an hour. Yeah, I I wasn't expecting it because wasn't the end? It just went. He shot the talk show host, and then boom, that was the end of the movie. I think so. Yeah, I think it just faded to black, like literally, like every yeah, everybody's running, and then as they're running, it fades out. I haven't seen that show in a minute, and I watched it while I was laying in bed, and you know, when I be in bed, I just don't be paying no attention. Right. But, yeah, I I loved how realistic it was. I, I actually a, did, too. a fictional character and applying it to, like, society. And, and it was, it was I loved how a lot of the conversations some people were having, like, I don't necessarily remember, but you're watching a movie in the perspective of a villain and it's making you go along with him mm, like yeah i understand why he's doing That's this why they did it. and then it makes people question themselves yeah. like whoa why am i okay with this why the fuck like exactly girl storage on the ipad we're good but yeah, I mean, that's why people loved it so much, but also hated it. Because right, because like, it makes them think. People hate to think. Reality all, check. All sense ain't common. So you. some of them people really don't want to think. Say it again. Say it again. <laughs> Say it again. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> I think that was a good conversation. Um, yeah. I guess. It was an interesting conversation. Are you the villain? 
I guess that's what I'll call this this episode. Yeah, I can really? I kind of like that because it kind of hits up everything we talk about. It can actually go back into like full circle if you. It could go full, it. literally. Go yeah, back to what we were saying in the beginning. Woo! Yeah, awesome. So, let's take one final break and then end this show. Yeah. Okay, y'all, we're really back. I want to hear the CD too. So, as me and Lily, we got a new studio space. First off, shout out, shout out. Um, we were walking around downtown Seattle and we saw these people handing out CDs. CDs. And, um, I walked up to them and the CD that we got was the, <laughs> girl, can, the Cali and Cavalli show. Cavalli show, yeah. I was about to say Cavalier. The Cali and Cavalli show and this CD swag flew and I'm kind of excited to listen to it. Cause honestly, I love to support. I wanted the girl CD so bad. I know, like. Is it the G generation? The Z generation Z? Generation Z would be like, how the hell you work this? <laughs> I was like, there's too many X, Ys, and Zs. I know, I can't tell. Which I one. found um, a textbook from the 1960s, and they were talking. It's an entrepreneurship textbook, and I bought it from Goodwill. And as I was reading it, it said, this next generation may be called Generation E. And I'm looking at it like, when was this written? Right. And then I Googled, is there a Generation E? Ain't no goddamn Generation E. <laughs> <laughs> Too many letters. I'm sorry. So, yeah. I, I just thought that was really funny in the way that times change. Right. You want to tell them something about the CD. So the CD that we got by Flyworld Entertainment. Um, do you want to read the first few and I'll read the last few? No, thank you. <laughs> okay, so uh, the track list. We got Stand Up. Boss nigga. I'll say that. <laughs> you said don't say that. I'm true. <laughs> I was going to say, I'm black girl. <laughs> no, like, on Boss N word. I'm just going to say, like, if we ever do a YouTube, there's can't no say sensitive. Nigga. Yeah, can't say nigga. Can't you say. You can't say rapist. You can't, can't say, say. Can't say fucking sexual assault. You can't say YouTube. sexual assault. Which is just. Mm-hmm. That pissed me off, first off, but okay. Okay. Because there's actual sexual assault, but it's okay. Um. <laughs> You know, and they're just living their entire life with sexual assault, but I can't talk about it on a platform. Okay. You gotta make up words. You gotta make up fucking words. Okay, so. So this track list is Stand Up, Boss N, Swag Flu, Fly Shit, I'm assuming. Super, If Loving You Is Wrong, Criminal Minded, Motion Flick, Super Stars Affair. Ooh, I actually kind of want to hear that one. And What They Want. You do the next one. The next. Shoes by Prada, Take <laughs> Off. Check the swag. Criminal Central. <laughs> That's a lot of criminal. Okay. <laughs> Elevate us, sweet dreams. Oh, Even if. <laughs> no, I just noticed that. Hit that trap. Oh! Going hard before I let you go. Before I I'm let so go. confused. It's like hardcore and then just. I know! Soft and then like- it went like hardcore and then it went softcore. That's Maybe we said. just flipped the. <laughs> Maybe we should flip the CD. Is it like two sided? No, I fuck with it. I fuck with it. <laughs> Is it two sided? No, CDs ain't like that. There are CDs that are two sided. Wait, is that? We had too much to drink. Bro, I'm thinking of uh, the big ones. The big ones. You go to Urban Outfitters. They still have an Urban sorry. Outfitters. I'm so sorry. I'm sorry too. I'm so sorry. A DVD? Bitch! 
a DVD of fucking. <sighs> you buy it, you flip it. <laughs> Motown records, you buy it, you. Oh. A needle, turntable. <laughs> I have no idea what I'm trying to say. I know what you're talking. I see it. I visually see it. <laughs> I see it. I just imagined myself walking into Urban Outfitters at uh, <laughs> Alderwood Mall. Yeah, no, because you go into Urban Outfitters and they're right there. <laughs> I know what you're talking Up the stairs? Yes! <laughs> <laughs> Why can't we see it? I can't no, I'm actually dead. Okay, so... <laughs> While we look stupid for five minutes, <laughs> let's just, if you know what we're talking about, Help us. email us. us at blackmeuppodcast at gmail.com. We'll find like a hundred. I know, a hundred people are, uh, you mean a turntable. <laughs> Not a turntable, but what you put on the turntable. <laughs> um, okay, so any final words? Any final words? People still give away CDs. You know what? That hometown freaking vibe is really nothing to be played with. If you could get that hype up in your hometown. But, like, what are the amount of people that actually, that listen, actually to listen to CDs? That's a really great question. But also, what are the amount of people who maybe just keep CDs in their car, might forget, you know, take the aux cord in and out of their car, might forget their aux cord and just pop a CD in. That's true. Also, those but cars like made after number. 2009 have the mm-hmm. nine tracks. They have the ones where you could put in like six, nine CDs at a time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, I've only ever had those as rental cars, but mm-hmm. some I know there are cars that have the ability. Like, I know mine takes CDs. What? Actually, we might. Oh, we're going to be vibing on our way home. <laughs> Maybe. Don't get too excited. Okay, Maybe. so first, okay. We're listening to and if loving you MySpace because let them know what their MySpace is and stuff. Okay, so my my you can email them if you guys want to hear their music. Um, Bidiachi, B I D I A T C H I at yahoo.com or streetmoney27 at yahoo.com. Um, and we'll probably post on Instagram our ride home yeah. vibing mm-hmm. <laughs> to their music. So. Any final, final words? That was pretty much it. That's mainly, like, my Like, shop. who uses you, MySpace? Who uses MySpace? And, like, do people actually still people sell CDs? People still pay that piff to promote their mixtapes. You're EP. kidding. <laughs> I was so shocked. But, yeah. Um, that's all I wanted to say. Jeez. Keep the fucking actual concern for black lives mm. in your company's fucking... SOPs, okay? Mm -hmm. Um, Black Lives Matter always. Don't just use it to be trendy because it's not. We see right through you. Weren't we supposed to talk about that? Like businesses kissing ass? Yes, yes. Businesses kissing ass and diversity reports. We we were going to look at some diversity reports from companies. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so maybe next episode we'll hit y'all up with that. So thank you guys again. Thank you. Um... Follow us on Twitter. I know I didn't even I do not even know how to end this bitch. I don't think we do end it properly. Like I don't think we I have an ending. I know we're we're still figuring out our ending. Bye. But <laughs> bye. bye. <laughs> Follow us on Twitter at Black Me Up Podcast. Follow us on Instagram at Black Me Up Podcast with an A, and email us at Black Me Up Podcast at gmail.com. Have a great Adios. day. Bye.